0: This is the Transmorphers episode yes. of our show.
1: We've seen it all before, so let's reload On a very special episode Of shows that suck and shows that float Buckled up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road Going deep inside the mainframe, secret code, code. Some of this shit sticks, some of it's gold a, B, C, Featuring the VIPs of SBTV Austin G and Dr. DB With our AT&C money Weird TV is their specialty It might be all four or just one, two, or three Cause they're old and kinda busy So go get ready and take a peek So set your faces to download The rarity that we have bestowed Special moments no one would have show Open your Almost cause you gonna get told. grab yourself a drink and let a very
2: special episode so... Hello and welcome to a very special episode, the podcast which reviews very special episodes of TV, including extra long TV movie pilots so bad they never actually aired in the US. I am your host, Austin Gorton. And with me shrinking down to go into inappropriate places is, and, and in Portland changing shape into other people is
3: Carolyn Main.
2: and running kind of sort of fast is
0: Ryan Alexander Tanner. Happy to be here with all my super
2: friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this week we are reviewing 1997's Justice League of America a failed attempt to launch a live-action sitcom-esque Justice League TV show based on the early 90s Bwahaha Justice League by Keith Giffen and J.M. DeMatteis. It features a handful of TV-friendly superheroes battling an evil weatherman and is so bad it never actually got put on TV. Given this was the same year Batman and Robin came out, no, that means it's bad <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it still might be better than batman and robin <laughs> it is you know
2: what it is well <laughs> it is it is better it is better but less entertaining yes because because yeah. batman and robin is like entertainingly awful and this is just and because like they dull. had
3: nipples
2: right also nipples true.
0: helped
3: it's a big thing
0: i don't want to jump to the end but i would say because i would say batman and robin the real problem with it is that it's boring how bad it is and i would if we're gonna evaluate this already i would actually say that about this as well it's not really fun bad it's just like boring piece of
4: shit bad that that was my point so i guess we can wrap up this podcast too
2: (laughs) yep spoiler alert there's a good reason this didn't air on tv it was uh this is not a case of uh, of a network screwing with a beloved property. They, they did the right thing by keeping this from, from people's eyes.
4: I would say the cape is worse than this, <laughs> but I could do a podcast in every episode of that damn thing, man. <laughs>
2: by the cape you're referencing the short-lived mid-2000s <laughs> series about a guy with a magic cape right
4: I, I still don't know if the cape was magic or not yeah you're like right that, it may not have of...
2: been magic so he I don't just know had a is. cape yeah i think he was just really skilled with the cape that's right, no that's right. what kind of
3: cape skill could you have <laughs> he had you lots can,
2: like, of grab them.
4: things with it <laughs> yeah. He can uh, hypnotize the, people. There he a, has all the he has the powers of every carney, because he got <laughs> trained by them for like ten minutes. No this this show is all right. We're gonna have to do a uh, the cape. <laughs> we're Red gonna Dude. have to do a, a
2: cape podcast. There was a guy <laughs> in my high
3: school who wore a cape, and he didn't have any special <laughs> powers, and the cape didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> he wasn't trained by Keith David, though, was he? I think every high school had that guy with a cape. I remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's always yep. yeah.
3: Did yours did your have guy powers? Have a cane too?
0: No. No, that sounds way cooler. Because <laughs> I think our guy carried a cane. Every...
2: Yeah, I think, he, I think he did too. Carol, you might remember the cape as Abed from Community's favorite show, of which he hoped to get six seasons and a movie, oh. which is what gave oh. us the six seasons and a movie meme for Community.
3: Yeah, I know the meme, but I still did not remember the cape at all, and I still won't. But thank you.
2: Yep. <laughs> hey, you
0: guys. As as much as I want to talk about the cape, I as I recall,
2: this movie is ten million years long. Yeah. Um, also, spoiler alert. This is very high level. I'm not going to go through a, in a whole lot of detail here. So you guys All feel right. free to to shout to shout shit out if I if I skim past it. Shit.
0: I was watching this and I was like, oh man, this is starting to feel a little long. And then I paused it to see how much longer. And it said,
2: Eternity. <laughs> uh, I also found this interminably long and difficult. to I watched most of it with like Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes playing on my TV. Oh, And I, and I just had this on my computer and was like, Yeah. So stuff happened. Oh, wait. That's funny. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's how I got through the Star Wars special. Do we want to talk a little bit about context of the Justice League? Like, we're doing this because there's a major theatrical movie of this coming out. Yeah. So, which could end up being worse than
2: this.
4: Well, that's that's yes. What?
2: This is our this is our shameless attempt to to tie in with the big budget Justice League movie that is Warner Brothers' desperate attempt to the success of the Marvel Studios films.
0: Our hope is that someone will accidentally listen to this. <laughs> 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 Wants
5: to hear kind of like of how
2: every time there's a big budget like sci-fi or superhero movie, the sci-fi channel airs a thinly veiled knockoff yeah that
3: movie premieres. <laughs> yeah. Or like That's when our... there's a ripoff Nintendo game and you hoped your grandma would get you Mortal Kombat, but you got like Merry Kickers.
2: Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, like, our podcast. Is that is that not this on?
0: is the Transmorphers episode yes. of our show?
2: <laughs> yes. Um, and so uh, I guess in general, we could talk about our relationship with the Justice League. Well, I guess I should also say, uh, as I alluded to in the open, this is. The the big budget movie is going for the the sort of like all-star Justice League. Right. It's, it's it's DC's like biggest characters coming together, which is which is traditionally what the Justice League is. No, it's
0: not. That's what I wanted to say. Is that um this is where I'm a big nerd. Cause it's not. The original Justice League is a bunch of random ass characters. And the Avengers and the Justice League both are not a specific team that's the nature of both of those things it's just like whoever the fuck but they have kind of core members but the super friends are like the iconic dc characters but that was never actually the justice league lineup right until Um, like until grant morrison did it in like the late 90s but i'm
2: almost that's uh, not quite right because like satellite era satellite era justice league was pretty close to super friends was that the The 70s yeah. And it was the, the core characters with Hawkman or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. The big the big thing with Justice League was that it was when it started, it was DC taking like Flash and Green Lantern, yeah. which were their sort of like uh hallmark. We've resurrected our old superhero characters yeah. from World War Two. Mm-hmm. We've given them a sci fi twist, and so now we have a new Flash and we have a new Green Lantern and we dug out Martian Manhunter and Aquaman and Slamming all of them together, and then you had Superman and Batman, who are inarguably DC's biggest characters. Yeah. but but their editors didn't want to share them with Justice League, so they'd like pop in every once okay. in a while and were like official members, but never really showed up all that oh, often.
4: Okay, this is back when they felt like one comic series would affect another. Comic right. Series. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is this is the early '60s, and yeah. eventually they softened on some of that, and you had. A more traditional, like, all of the big characters together, Justice League. And then they had Justice League Detroit, right. which was an attempt to jettison all of the big-name characters and focus on, like, a core group with some new characters. Shockingly, that didn't go well because no one cared about new characters they yeah. cared about big-name
0: characters. Yeah.
4: or Detroit. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then that led to the justice league that this is kind of spoofing, which yeah. is a more comedic tongue-in-cheek sitcom-esque version of the justice yeah league.
0: well this is um this isn't spoofing it it's just an adaptation of it um but that was i guess right what right. i wanted to say because um being a big nerd i know this so i'm just gonna i have nowhere else to put this information but also to put this in context because i think a, a normal person who might see this would be like what the f- who the fuck are these like who's Fire and ice and why is right. uh, the green lantern guy gardner all that shit but this actually uh does represent a specific era of justice league and this was a period where it, there wasn't an expectation that the justice league was all these main major characters that, right and th- this
2: and this predates when grant morrison kind of resurrected that idea yeah. of the Justice League is the heavy hitters, it's Superman, it's Batman, it's Wonder Woman. Right,
0: which is what the new movie is. So that's right. why it's, it's not actually that weird that there's really different uh, casts of characters for these two Justice Leagues.
2: Right. And on, and on the surface, it's a smart thing to adapt as a TV show because it's the, the comics that it's taking its inspiration from were much more tongue-in-cheek and sitcom-esque yeah. than, you know, than the more traditional Justice League. They just did a a really shitty job of it in this movie.
4: Yeah, yeah. I don't think the premise is is untenable or not workable for TV.
2: It's just... Right, right.
4: I don't know. They didn't do a particularly good job (laughs) of it.
3: Yeah, so this kind of felt like they wanted to be the friends, but Mm -hmm. they didn't fuck or have monkeys. Well,
0: there was some will they won't they.
3: Mm, Yeah, but I don't think they're going to fuck because they don't get renewed. Pedophilia, I think?
0: <laughs> ice and the atom that's who it's gonna fuck right there had some palpable tension carol don't you
3: think that if a man
0: could get really tiny he yeah. could do amazing things for you
3: amazing and terrible the first thing he should do is like go into a prostate because okay. the prostate is the clitoris of the man's butt oh
4: but what if he's pleasuring a woman like <laughs> as a woman you'd want him to go into some other man's butt? Yeah.
2: yeah. Like he can do <laughs> okay. it to her boss if she's like, mad you- at her boss. Like wouldn't you rather he shrink down and do like push-ups on your clitoris? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Wait, spoiler alert, but her boss
0: ends up being the weather man who's the villain. So that would have been a better ending for this, right? If he just had the Adam. If he just had the Adam massage his prostate. <laughs> And then uh, he would just be a better person after that. What if he found, like,
4: <laughs> prostate cancer there? And he's like, well, we just have to give this a couple of years. Or... Yeah,
2: th- th- <laughs> cancer will take care of the weather, man. Yeah, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just take it easy for a little while. We'll just lay low. <laughs>
5: He could
3: punch out the cancer, too, if he wanted to, but he yeah. doesn't want to.
2: Is that a, a possibility? I don't know. David or Carolyn, do you, do you have anything else you'd like to add about, about the Justice I think Ryan and I have established that we have some history <laughs> um, with the Justice
3: League. I'll establish that I have no history with the Justice League. I kind of like... So, so comics is one of the nerd things that I'm the woefully prepared at like I don't I've read comic strips and I've read more comic books. I've read graphic novels but not many comic books. So my biggest superhero familiarity with actually reading the comic books is gonna be Barracuda versus Punisher and then like Booster Gold. Alright, Booster Gold. Well he Justice was part League of this. He? Yeah.
0: He actually would have been in this version of the Justice League, right? Well where
5: was he? Yeah. Is that cool or a Yeah, for later. whatever
2: reason they didn't put him in the in the show but he was definitely in this iteration well, that's, yeah
3: that's what they in should the have comics. done then yeah. that's all
2: D- david you got anything
4: uh nothing of <laughs> interest i don't know i was a nerd so you know i read comics sometimes but not as heavily as you two and it's not like i didn't know who the justice league although to be fair i probably would i've always pictured them as the heavy hitters but
2: yeah, and I guess it, Brian, you mentioned this. It's worth pointing out, like if a lot of people probably know the Super Friends without yeah. maybe without necessarily realizing that that's that is the Justice. I mean, that's the same thing as the Justice. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then, of course, shortly after this failed pilot, we actually got a, a really good Justice League animated series. Oh yeah. Um, from the from the guys that did the Batman and Superman. Anime right um, yeah and they both did a pretty good job one thing i would actually
0: commend this for is they don't spend a ton of time uh contextualizing it they just kind of make it that it's normal you know
4: yeah yeah like we don't, they're superheroes we don't... everyone knows they're super not everyone yeah. knows their identity but right. you know, the flash is just a, per- a superhero in this city and no one's
0: So that was my main thing, I think, about this whole movie, is why is the Flash, like, such a a fucking, well, I guess, I don't use the term douchebag very much, I just don't really (laughs) like it, but that describes the kind of guy that the Flash is, and, like, where did that come from?
2: Uh, I wrote down that he's a dude bro. That was mm-hmm. my that was my I'm
0: description. Dude bro for the meathead,
5: yeah, yeah, but there's exactly.
0: no version. There's like all the different people have been the flash and shit. There's no version of the flash like this in anything a... else ever.
3: I wrote that he was like a Jersey Shore guy.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm no a fucking Flash. You're a gabagool. Ghoul. You know, like,
3: yeah, I can't get, I can't keep, down, I can't keep down a job. Where's my canoe? <laughs> yeah, and he
0: can't keep a job is the Flash's whole thing.
3: Like, I and mean, then he, like, steals from people. Well, mm-hmm. the other guy steals from people, but these superheroes are just super grifters. I feel
4: like if you're super fast, like, if you're as fast as the Flash and you can't find a way to monetize that, that's on. You. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's interesting because, like, part of this is that the well, okay, how many of them are roommates? Does Fire live with them?
2: Uh, it's unclear if she lives there or not. I yeah, right. It's just yeah, I think it's. I think she to be... does. Green Lantern and Adam live together, and then Flash like crashes with them because he he gets evicted from his apartment because he can't hold down a job. Yeah. Wait, you guys, I want
3: to hear David monetize how to be super speedy. Uh,
0: well, he could.
4: <laughs> I guess the easiest way is just to start your own delivery service. Yeah,
0: he could be like Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Like,
2: like, you know, all those times people online are like Uber, but for blank, and blank is like something ridiculous that you could never actually <laughs> have a an Uber like company for? Flash could do that. He could be the like uber for anything that's true because- he would get you drugs he would get you
3: chicken he would get you anything you need yeah you could
2: right.
4: build your bicycle for you in like a second and
3: yeah are. he's he gonna do like great be an
4: athlete and oh be the greatest yeah. athlete in the world
2: you know there's no money that be against
0: athlete.
2: that would be against his code david this guy doesn't have a <laughs> code
0: he's like a total
2: piece of shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Why isn't he just like? Well, I don't know. I guess you don't get money for the Olympics, but he could be like a running back in oh, football. You can team. make
4: you can make money if you're like Usain Bolt, though, and he.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: You get endorsements and such. He's
2: so fast. So how do we like the fact that uh, that? Yeah, so how do we like the fact that this that this movie, uh, features the characters talking to the camera mm-hmm. a la the single cam style that became so popular in the yeah, it's like ahead of its time that was kind of intense
3: it it's so antiquated the way they do it there that it seems like a public service announcement like i kept <laughs> expecting them to all say that they all have hpv and they're poly together <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Both of those things. Was there any
4: public service <laughs> announcements about being Polly?
3: No, but I feel like it's coming from Portland pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. So yeah,
2: this this opens up with uh, with the character we will come to know as Ice talking about how she never thought she'd be a superhero.
0: Yeah, I like. Then... Li- Sorry to interrupt, but I like that they do testimonials. Like, I think it's a cool idea, and, it, and they never do anything good with it, and it doesn't work the way they do it. But I feel like this whole thing, it's like, if it had been good, I can see why that would have worked. Like, they have so many yeah. things like that.
2: Oh, yeah, no. Because I mean, it does thing work is...
0: with a lot of sitcoms today. Well, and I just yeah, feel this... like this whole movie, like, it works on paper. Like,
2: yeah. I can Well, this is 100% down to execution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we get our opening credits that look like they might be a car dealership commercial. That's how that's how kind of like low rent this is. And uh, and then we start off at the Eno Meteorological Institute, which is where ice works. And uh, fucking Miguel Ferrer is her boss. So yeah. who is that?
0: He was on Twin Peaks, right?
2: He's yeah. the guy who made RoboCop in RoboCop. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, he was RoboCop? No. No, he was the guy who made RoboCop. Oh. The, the greasy executive who made RoboCop. Oh. The cool drug
3: guy.
4: Didn't people have sex on RoboCop?
3: I would yes. have.
4: Like on top of him? Yeah, when he was being created.
3: Sure.
2: Yeah, wait, is that canon, or are we just guessing uh, if they did in the well, warehouse? Well, I mean, they like, they like they made out at like the celebration party, Oh yeah.
3: Think, like,
2: on top of him. I
3: should watch RoboCop again.
2: It's good it's good it's good flick.
0: I wanted to say too, like how you're saying this looks like a car commercial. Uh-huh. And um I wrote this at the beginning. This especially at the beginning, like this all looks like, like soft core porn. Just like the <laughs> yes. way it's filmed. Like I remember oh, no, it
2: totally does. Like This is like USA up all night. Yeah.
0: I remember being 12 and like watching Showtime and being like, oh, okay. I know that this 30 minute thing is going to have like four minutes of tits in it. I got to (laughs) wait. Like at the beginning when her boss is like, uh, you know, talking to her i kept waiting for him to be like oh uh, how much do you want this job or like for them to get stuck in like a storage unit together or something you know i don't know well
4: well, you did say that she was an attractive intelligent researcher exactly and then you're like there's gonna be
0: like a shot of some candles and then like some real slow they're wearing like silky blouses that are opening and like everything's like in slow motion as all yeah
2: and uh, Carol, to tie this back to our previous episode, Miguel Ferrer was also in the TV movie adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand.
3: Oh, who was he in that? Like one of the cronies to The Walking yeah, Dude? Yeah,
2: he was Lloyd Henry, the right. like, pris- the prisoner that was like The Walking Dude's right-hand the man. The good prisoner.
3: He, well, yeah. he was also dating the lady in The Poltergeist, who was like the older sister who died in between poltergeists.
2: In Boulder, oh really? First?
3: Yeah, because I saw him like mourn her. It was her ex like boyfriend. Was he really young her. then? Pretty young, you know. Hmm, still probably was
2: bald. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bald a while. And he was on Twin Peaks,
5: right?
2: Mm hmm. Okay. Yes. He was on most recently on the new Twin Peaks. Okay. Uh he died he actually just died recently. Oh shit. No. In January. And oh. he was uh George Clooney's cousin. Just like in real life?
5: Yeah. yeah. Or oh, in his show. Cause...
2: Yeah, his uh I think his mom is Rosemary Clooney, oh. who is George Clooney's aunt. Or it might be the other way around. I forget. And but yeah, she's he's like a singer. Cousin. Rosemary Clooney. So I was Yeah. Yeah. So I was legitimately shocked to see him up see him pop up in this because I totally figured this is just gonna be filled with like no name actors. But there's actually a few that have been in other things. Do you think he was uh, happy so he, or sad when it didn't come out? Probably happy. So
0: I didn't realize this had never aired.
2: Yeah, it aired in the UK and in a couple spots in Europe, but it uh, per per the Gruel Orphans, this never showed up in the US. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, so Miguel Ferrer wants, I used to help at some fundraiser, and then we get a talking head where we meet. Because she's good looking. Yeah, that's pretty much what it boils down to. And because
3: she and... has a weird baby voice. <laughs> she, does <laughs> she does have, have kind of a
2: weird baby voice. Yeah. Sell them this grant as a baby.
3: Okay, it's
5: the weather thing.
2: And we meet. Uh, we have a talking head where we meet Barry Allen, the unemployed dude bro, and Guy Gardner, who's, I guess, kind of like an Italian Lothario type.
4: Well, so, Barry Allen was getting evicted, right? Yes. And for a moment, I thought it was, like, his lover that was kicking him out of the house. Like, <laughs> oh, this is pretty progressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got a gay flash on our hands, but that's not...
0: I would love a
3: gay Flash. Have they made one yet?
0: This Flash is like a guy who beat the shit out of you for being gay. Oh, no. Because he's secretly gay. Probably. That's usually why people beat up gay people, right? That's pretty much a proven fact at this point.
4: (laughs) So is guy gardner the
0: cartoonist no okay so guy gardner had like a bull haircut and was like the dickhead flash so this is actually no oh, i'm sorry green lantern this is actually right austin this is basically kyle rayner green lantern who came after guy gardner but named guy it's like a mishmash of right
2: yeah yeah pretty much it's it's uh uh the costume is Guy Gardner's costume with the like the vest. Well, the, the mask the is collar. Kyle Rayner's
0: mask. though. and sort the of.
2: mask is is Kyle Rayner and Kyle Rayner, David, his is the his hair. Cartoonist Green okay. Lantern. Did they say this Green Lantern's job? Not. Re- I don't think they ever did. He's just he has women problems. That's his thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and like, and also, uh, there's a couple of really bad people not getting recognized in their costumes in this oh we're yeah talk about that. the green lantern one is really bad and painful and then the only it only is not the worst one because fire just She's puts a, a little bit of green paint under her cheek it's just basically like makeup and then
2: well and that's bad because it becomes a plot point which yeah. is more ridiculous well uh, the, there's a creative solution to
0: that though actually yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah. So this Green Lantern, he's kind of a mishmash of the different Green Lanterns at this point. Uh, but he is named Guy Gardner, who was the Green Lantern that was part of this version of the Justice League that the movie is adapting. But personality-wise, he's really nothing like him because that guy, that Green Lantern, was kind of a dick. That yeah. Green Lantern was more dude bro Flash than anything else. That's
0: true. That would have that. Yeah, that would have worked. So that that's kind of.
2: Uh, So back at the Institute, uh, we find out- What does the Institute do? Weather?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. The doctor's name is Dr. Email, so I'm pretty sure they invent email here. I
2: think think his name is Dr. Eno.
3: Shut up! When I heard them say it, I heard that this was the Anal Institute. (laughs) So I think it's kind of a Rorschach where you can hear what you want.
2: All of this would have been better mm-hmm. than anything that we got. I would love to uh, so work
3: pe- at the Email Anal Institute. That would look great. resume. Right?
0: Wait, so there's some David, light... do you want to know what they do at this institute? Yeah. Sci- <laughs> science. Yeah, okay, It's science. That's where the science is happening, David.
2: <laughs> so there's some crazy weird weather going on, which is being caused by this guy called the Weatherman. Mm-hmm. And... The weatherman, he looks like he's wearing an aluminum foil bandana, and that's his costume. And, <laughs> well, he's got um, a face
4: mask, too, or whatever.
2: Yeah, and uh, uh, he's Miguel Ferrer, you guys. Oh, uh,
0: uh, We don't find that out for like an hour, right? Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, Do you really not find that out for an hour, <laughs> or did you kind of find that out immediately when he appeared on screen and you were like, yeah, that's Miguel Ferrer. He's the bad guy. In
4: this. Uh, so you're assuming I even was like looking at the screen at that time. <laughs> oh,
0: I'll you. tell you, to be honest, like I didn't predict it, but it's because I never gave it any thought. I was never, <laughs> I was never like, who is the weatherman going to be? I was just like, this is dumb. And I didn't <laughs> give any more thought to it.
3: Did this bum anybody else out about climate change when he was like doing
2: little storms and it's like nothing compared to what we've seen this year? I know. <laughs> Yeah, his his uh like evil scientist storms aren't as bad as what we're actually dealing with via Mother Nature. Yeah, he's like, like, here's, here's
3: my fucking ice cubes.
4: <laughs> I was like, since when has like the U.S. been concerned with sudden changes in weather? Mm-hmm. Like, why would this?
2: guy Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm.
4: Pretty soon we'll have half of Congress saying he doesn't exist.
2: <laughs> so then we cut to we cut to Green Lantern, who's trying to make up uh. With his girlfriend from the last time he had to run out on her, but of course he gets beat because he's Green Lantern, and it's 1997, so he has a pager, and he has to run out on her again to go fight the weather. And she and what's was his on. his job? Is he like a party planner or something? I know. I, I have. I legitimately have no idea what his job is in this. And his... I feel like they
4: say because she's like what an emergency for parties or something. I forget
3: that. <laughs> that. And his girlfriend he... is from Clueless.
2: Yeah, she is the mean yes. girl from Clueless. Yes. What's her
0: name on Clueless? She's so like I can't do any activity where balls are flying at my nose. It's her <laughs> Amber, <laughs> right? A-
2: a- Amber is the character's yeah. name. Yes. Yeah. Here goes your social life. Yep.
0: <laughs> Cla- instant classic.
2: Um, can we talk
0: about how the Adam, what the Adam does with his powers
2: in the beginning? <laughs>
3: He's a bad we're getting,
2: boy. We're getting there. It's so, so close. Then we. So then we are then we're introduced to Fire who is an actress that's mm-hmm. trying to do shitty commercials and she runs into David Crumholtz <laughs> at her at her commercial shoot.
3: Why did you say it like that?
2: Well, cuz it's fun to say Crumholtz. Is that his real off. name?
3: That is his that
0: is
2: the actor's name.
0: He was in Slums of Beverly Hills. I love that guy.
2: He was the uh the nerdy friend to Joseph Gordon Levitt in Ten Things I Hate About You. Huh. Oh, I never, still, I've never seen that. I've always meant to. And he's uh he's
0: Wednesday Adams' boyfriend.
2: He is Wednesday Adams' boyfriend in the second Adams family movie. And he is not Jake Johnson, who is on New Girl, even though right. they're very similar in appearance.
3: The same schnoz. They're
2: they're like the low rent version of Dylan McDermott and Dermot Mulroney.
3: Wow. I don't know those so, guys. Yeah. How old is he supposed to be in this? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great Six, question. Sixteen,
4: maybe.
0: I don't so. know. It's Really confusing because I would just accept that he was a grown man if they t- told me he was. You know? Sure.
4: Yeah, I thought he was just like going to be like you know between nineteen and twenty-one, and just fires older, and so it was just he was young but legal. But then later it seems like he's not legal, and that's kind of weird.
3: You know he could have been the weatherman. He was totally a villain. He was totally stalking her this whole time, and he's a child. What
2: What are we doing? Yeah, his (laughs) his his relationship with fire in this is not the greatest.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, it's one of those things where like you you can't do this kind of stuff anymore. Yeah,
3: right.
2: You you can't stalk women anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, like you shouldn't do it in real life, then, but it was always normal on TV. Shit like this.
2: Well, I mean, you can't do this now unless you're the president, Ryan.
0: Can we talk about what the Atom does? So then, we, so then we, cut
2: to, we cut to Ray Palmer, the Atom, yeah. who is a teacher. And while the weatherman is attacking, he's in the middle of teaching a class, and his pager goes off, and he's just like, Hey, random student, you're in charge now. I'm yeah. out of here.
4: Yeah, how does that work? You're just like,
2: hey, kid do
4: stuff and you leave so like... ryan
2: you're a teacher <laughs> uh-huh. yeah do you get like can you just be like yo kid teach the class and then leave <laughs> um i mean
0: no uh, ever no but yesterday i had <laughs> a technical issue in my class and one of my students at community college who was an adult was able to go fix the problem like while i had presentations
3: ryan question Yes. Did they fix the problem by shrinking tiny going into the computer and punching <laughs> it with gum?
0: Not, not that time. <laughs> it's
3: the number one tech support. That was the did you turn it on and off again of 1993.
0: Yep. We'll talk about that. fixing things nope. with gum. Nope. Done now. <laughs>
3: well,
0: it's a the theme of this film. It's one of yeah. the core themes of this film. Yeah. <laughs> power of gum. So you guys. So well, we all see... the rescuing is happening.
2: <laughs> so, what yeah, the atom does is basically, <laughs> it's Let me... basically okay. showing off everybody's powers. So we see that as the storm is getting worse, Green Lantern saves a kid from a falling power line, Fire rescues some construction workers from a collapsed wall. Flash manages to slow the winds down by running in the opposite direction, which is surprisingly smart for this dude, bro. I but know. Ryan, what is what is the Adam doing while his teammates are saving citizens and ending the weatherman's threat? Oh, he has the most important job of all.
0: There's a cat under a porch, and the Adam goes and gets him. And you would think actually, the thing about is most weird about it to me. Is that the that would make the atom be in the most danger of? Right. Just the cat can just stand under the porch; it probably will be okay. But the atom is
2: might really might die. Well, and what what really gets me is okay, fine. You want to save this lady's cat, so why don't you just reach under the porch and grab
5: her? Well, maybe
2: it's because maybe it's because you're afraid that the cat will like claw or bite you. Mm -hmm. But the solution to that problem isn't shrink myself down so that now the cat could eat me.
4: And <laughs> make myself more vulnerable.
2: Right. Right? We all know
3: about why, cats why is that this cat they, they would eat, eat you if you were small. Dogs might not
2: eat you, but a cat would always eat you if it Holy could. Would. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk for a brief moment about their masks. Okay. So first, so first of all, we have Fire, who, as we mentioned before, wears no mask. Just she some... simply puts, like, green paint under her eyes. And at first I was like, oh, I guess she doesn't have a secret identity, but then her secret identity becomes like a fucking plot point. And you're like, (laughs) put a goddamn mask on. Um, Like at least Green Lantern's mask, it, it really isn't hiding anything, but like, you know you're trying like we're, <laughs> we we can like suspend our disbelief and be like okay maybe people are idiots but like she literally is not disguising her face well it's face. like the green lantern
0: it's like you're at least mildly concerned about people knowing you're the yeah. green lantern right But fire right. it's like you want people to know that you're fire like you're but going out of your from way like a,
2: just from like a costuming standpoint this is where i'm like i know this is 97 and i know that it's a TV Budget, so like when the atom shrinks down, the effects aren't the greatest, and we could laugh at that. But I'm like, it's just making a mask. Why is it that they look like such dopes while they're wearing these masks? Yeah. Like they're they they're like he- they make everybody look like they have like heavy eyelids, mm-hmm. and so then everybody looks kind of like Neanderthal esque, like yeah. the caveman TV show. Yeah, and everybody <laughs> looks like they're in order to see they have to when they have their mask on, they have to, like, tip their head back and, like, look down their noses. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this isn't... This has nothing to do with budget or technology. Like, make them a mask that doesn't look so dumb. Well, I feel like there's always been struggles with masks. Even now, like,
0: the Daredevil TV show, the way his mask fits is weird. Or, like, uh, even... um Christian Bale in the Batman mask. I feel like the mask always like squish people's faces in weird ways or something. Like I, I feel like the struggle of masks is real. Not I everything.
4: Learn Not yet. that like superhero costumes are just very impractical. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they look cool on the page and that's like, like capes, capes are terrible and you should never wear them yeah, as right. like a superhero. But like on a comic book page, they really can, accentuate motion and such yeah. so you look really cool in a comic, but then you try to translate that to, like, live action, and it just, a cape is always, like, frumpy and just sitting yeah, it's there. it's just, like,
2: this lump hunk of fabric hanging off your back.
4: <laughs> yeah, until we finally, like, just CGI everything and right. it looks better, but defies all physics. you know. Which brings us back to the cape, so let's talk about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like, um, I feel like on the the current Flash TV show, like, his mask is pretty yeah, I guess In terms so. of, like, I don't think he looks too, like, I mean, we could talk about how it really doesn't disguise anything, but uh, I feel like, it, like, his suit and his mask, like, looks pretty good as far as, um just from an aesthetic standpoint. Well, Same thing with, like, Arrow, I don't think that mask is, like, awful. Although, to
4: give Flat- the Flash TV show some credit, whenever he's going to talk to someone, especially someone who knows... Barry Allen, he always does, like, his speed thing to, like, blur his image. Yeah. So yeah. they at least kind of acknowledge that the mask wouldn't do too much good if you actually, like, look at on it. the round Barry well, Allen. The, you know? the Green
0: Lantern movie, which is, like, one of the all-time worst superhero movies, <laughs> the only thing it did well was that uh, the Green Lantern's talking to someone he knows in a scene. Yeah. And she's like, I know that that's you. Like, <laughs> that's not sufficient well, he, for me to not know yeah, who you are. Yeah, like...
2: He has, like, the tiny domino mask. Yeah, well,
0: and it was just kind of realistic. It was, like, a Uh good bit, you know, like, it made sense.
2: Yeah, the whole reason there's no Green Lantern in the new Justice League movie is because that movie was so terrible.
0: Yeah, so the thing, I want to say one more general thing, though, about this is, like, this is supposed to be, like, an everyman Justice League, but... It's kind of weird how sort of like schlubby and mundane they are like there's something, yeah. it's hard, like the balance of this is weird.
2: Yeah, it really is. Like Adam looks like he has a pot belly when he's in.
0: Yeah, but also just like that, they, Costume. they're clearly the most exceptional people that exist in this world. Right. But they're also, like, a bunch of nobodies. Like, they all share an apartment and, like, I kind of like that idea, but it seems like it doesn't fit with, like, they actually can... They're pretty decent superheroes in this.
2: Right, right. And, I mean, they, you know, they saved people and they rescued that cat. Yeah, they rescued and this, a whole cat. It's
3: another thing where they're supposed to be, like, the poor people who share an apartment, but the apartment is
2: weirdly big. Yeah, it's like yeah. a TV
4: apartment and yeah. you're like, to be fair, I have no idea what housing prices in New Metro City is like. <laughs> right. Well, they were
3: better in 1997, I can tell you that much. Before I got all gentrified.
2: Right. Um, Yeah, so speaking of living together, after they're done defeating this, this storm, Flash is like, yo, my bros, I need a place to stay. I've been evicted. And they're all like, hey, look over there. I need to look this way now. <laughs> I'm like, and like on the one hand I can't blame them but on the other hand I'm like the dude's your teammate you can't like <laughs> give him a place to crash yeah well
0: so then this we is back. how we know too that like they just are the Justice League already like that they we yeah. don't see them form but it's well, like yeah. very seems very like mundane in this weird way
2: but yeah I do like that this isn't like a it's an origin for Ice but it's not like a protracted origin for the Justice League we're like we don't see them form until 10 minutes from the end right?
0: but it's that like it seems like it's almost comparable to like people who have like a fantasy football team or like yeah, exactly. they seem like a bunch of schmoes and yeah. they like get together you know like they all change in an alley at the end like when we're seeing them like kind of debriefing and it's like they just seem yeah. like uh yeah. almost like they should be embarrassed that this is what they do or something
4: yeah, it's like they kind of form their own club and they're just a
0: little too into it, you know? But then the things they do are actually very incredible. Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Fire goes back to her, her audition and gets chatted up by Krumholtz some more. <laughs> well, she
4: and... missed the audition.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: Which is weird. Like, she had a banana costume, but she was auditioning for the banana. And it's like, did she have to buy that costume to audition for a commercial part? Like, Seems like I- it. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think when you're casting to be, like, part of a Fruit of a Loom ad, they're like, let's, you all have to pick your fruit first and buy a costume for it.
2: And, uh, Krumholtz asks her out, and she turns him down. And it'd be nice if this was the end of their interaction, (laughs) but it's not. Well, I didn't, Um, I was confused, because I still don't know how old he is. It's eh? so weird, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, like, you don't know if she's turning him down, because, like, you know, She's not interested, or if yeah. she's too busy, or if it's because he's fifteen years old. It's
4: very <laughs> unclear. like, yeah, I was always taking him to be like nineteen or something, and then later you get the feeling that's not the case.
3: I wish they kept the fruit people in the rest of this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish the fruit people were the bad guys. That they <laughs> <were> <laughs> yes, that would, would be, or be the great Yeah. What if now, the now, Justice like, like the League the
4: was just a doom. bunch of different fruit?
5: <laughs> with like fruit I'm powers.
3: powers? I'm into <laughs> it, guys. Let's re let's refruit this. Let's go. <laughs> oh, there was
4: it was Banana Man. Anyone watch that before? No. I
3: but I remember <laughs> the Laffy Taffy characters if that's applicable. Was
2: that was that another porno, David?
4: <laughs> no. It was like a cartoon. I'd have to look it up. It.
2: So the next thing we find out that uh Green Lantern and Adam live together and Adam between scenes has apparently let the Flash crash with them and he proceeds to thank them by making and then eating their dinner. <laughs> and... Yeah, but they still got
4: some of the dinner. They acted like he did something wrong, and I'm like, he made you dinner.
2: And then he laments being a loser and not being able to hold down a job. Then we go back to the uh, the, the science building, and uh, Ice runs into a creepy scientist, is, is what I wrote down. I think that's that was it.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we go back
2: to the apartment, and fire has stopped by. And it turns out that Fire and Green Lantern used to date.
5: Oh, yeah.
0: So, and this is where it becomes super ambiguous whether or not Fire also lives in this apartment.
2: Right. Is is she coming home or is she stopping by to visit? She just
0: kind of shows up. One
2: of the things I thought was odd about this was there's, like, lots of cutting back and forth and, like, two or three minute scenes. And then it's like, now we're going to go back over here and advance the plot like one beat. And then we're going to cut back to the apartment. Now we're going to go back and move the plot along by another beat. Mm-hmm. So we go back to the science lab where Ice discovers a hidden
5: briefcase
2: with some kind of gizmo inside of it, and when she spills water on the gizmo, it gives her ice powers. That's yeah.
4: what happened. I don't know. It seems like it just opened and like blew up or something, and then like... <laughs> What was this thing designed to do? Like,
0: this is what my my notes say: ice opens lab briefcase. Bad effects get on her.
4: <laughs> I'm like, what was the what was supposed to happen when you opened the briefcase, and why did everything go wrong?
2: Yeah, and like, what is this brief? Like, obviously, you find out that her boss is the weatherman. But you're like, what was like? It wasn't the weatherman. Like, it wasn't her boss that hid this briefcase. It was some random other scientist. Well, is, like- is the briefcase supposed to
0: give you powers? Yeah, i don't yeah. know <laughs> like what <laughs> was Nothing the function makes what was that clear
2: point? at any point in time uh, yeah.
0: like, uh-huh. even if the
4: powers was an accident like me carrying around a briefcase that like when i open will spill
3: crap on me
4: doesn't seem like <laughs> the greatest idea you
3: know? it's gonna be pretty hard to explain to the superheroes convention oh hey uh you get bit by a spider <laughs> yeah i uh spilled a briefcase I, yeah. I I opened oh, a
0: briefcase. That's Was my story.
3: True? So wait, fucking ice I just... now. I don't know.
4: Yeah, but just randomly finding a ring by an alien is probably even worse.
3: But... <laughs> no, but
0: there's like uh, an idea of qualification or something. Um. So I just have in my notes that she. is there any context for this briefcase? I don't remember.
3: <laughs> a science guy.
0: Does he yeah, get? No, he gives I... it to her. No. They're at a science lab.
4: They're at a science. Right? Lab. They're in the
0: science lab. Yeah, what else do you need to know? There's going to be briefcases filled with
4: superpower-giving serums and whatnot in a science lab. What else else is a science lab for if not to give people accidental power? That's
3: why they make you sign a waiver at the
5: beginning.
2: (laughs) So the shifty-looking scientist hid the briefcase, and she saw him being (laughs) shifty. So she followed him and saw him hide the briefcase, and was like, well, I'm going to go see what this thing that he hid is, and then she opened it and got powers. Boom! Oh, I, okay. I do not know why the shifty scientist had this device, what he was hoping to achieve, where it came from, what it's supposed to do.
0: Okay. So that's all we know about the briefcase. But I
2: do know that as she walks out of the room, she grabs the doorknob, and then the camera zooms in as it freezes, and we stare at the frozen doorknob for three and a half hours yeah. to make sure that everyone <laughs> understands that she's got ice powers. Mm-hmm. And then as she's outside walking home, a skateboarder trips and falls into some water. He was a rollerblader. Oh, is it rollerblader? Super it completely... yeah, dude. It was 1991, and he was yeah. rollerblading his dick off. So he falls into some water and can't swim. <laughs> Wait, she freezes the water. Austin yeah, is killing and him, right? Yeah, he would
3: die in that water for sure. <laughs> Frozen to death in tiny chunk pieces. Yeah, Ryan, your question?
0: Oh, it's from a couple minutes ago now. It was fine. But David and Austin? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever rollerblade so much that your dick fell off?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I've only done one thing so much that my dick fell off.
3: (laughs) Swimming in icy water?
0: (laughs) Something like that. I believe it was didn't wear condoms.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Rip David's
2: dick. (laughs) I'm going to pour
0: one out for it, yeah.
2: So back at the guy's apartment that might also be where fire lives. I
0: went rollerblading one time, and I was rollerblading pretty hard, and I was like, oh boy, I better stop, because it feels like my dick's going to fall off. (laughs) (laughs) Because I stop when I I feel it coming.
2: (laughs) So back at the apartment, a shrunken Adam is trying to fix the TV. Uh, by you know shrinking down and and plugging things in and then putting some gum in on the wires and they're like
0: we're gonna miss mistouched by an angel <laughs> yeah
2: I <know. laughs> which, which I have to assume aired on the same network as whatever this was whoever yeah. was paying for this show to get created yeah Uh and then once he gets the TV fixed it it turns on to a news broadcast about ice so they learn about this woman walking around who has these ice powers. And this leads to Ice in her bedroom getting knocked out and then waking up in a dark room. Yeah, they straight up kidnap her. That's that's (laughs) fucked up shit right there. And it turns out that she's been kidnapped by the Justice League, and they're like testing her knowledge and trying to find out like what her deal is. And you're like. Wait, so they all just, like, broke into her room <laughs> while she was sleeping, knocked her out, and kidnapped her? Yeah, it's, her.
3: it's a good thing that they already saved the cat, or else I wouldn't know they were good guys. <laughs> I <know. laughs> right?
2: Like, I expect more uh, from my
4: superheroes than wanton kidnapping. Except Batman, he'd do something like this.
2: Yeah, totally. He's a dick. So then, uh, uh, so then Flash gets a job as a mailman.
4: Well, this is where when she gets in, while she's getting interviewed, there's that weird voice there talk that talking to her that we don't know who it is, right?
2: Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. Are you trying to like you know follow along with the 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 narrative setup of this thing? Yes, there's a creepy voice, and we don't know where it's coming from. I was and- just saying
4: because they later they talk to him like through the TV, which is kind of weird. And I was hoping it'd be like Charlie from Charlie's Angels where we actually never (laughs) see
2: who
0: this is. It's just like,
4: hello, my Justice Leaguers. I've
0: got a mission for you. Well, they're going to do you one better. Because when you find (laughs) out who that voice is, you're going to be like,
2: oh, shit.
0: Am
3: I?
2: So uh, Flash is a super super awesome mailman, and that pisses off the other mailmen. And I guess that's enough to get him fired because he's never a mailman again, and he also (laughs) complains about not having a job.
4: Yeah, he like, complains about not having. We never see the follow up to them being. They're like, we need to have a meeting, and then like, he just lost his job. Kick and I guess we him assume out? is this like
2: an anti union <laughs> spot or something?
4: Yeah, I don't know, like why they were that pissed or whatever, you know?
2: <coughs> Cause and, and he's man, not really
4: doing much to hide his identity there either, right?
2: Also true. Um, still doing more than fire. So then, and, uh... and when you think about it, no, no, I'm getting a little
4: pissed now.
5: <laughs> like, if you're the Flash. <laughs>
2: I mean, think about what your
4: job could be. Like, you could make good money being a postman, and you finish uh-huh. your day, like, 15 minutes in, right, if that. And
2: you can right. just, like, hang
4: out at the bar the rest of the day or something. You're still on the clock. They
2: don't know. Right. Your job is to deliver, like, a finite—your like, Your job is to deliver mail yeah. to a finite number of homes. The fact yeah. that he can do that in 45 seconds just that's bully for him. He gets the day to himself. Yeah. Yeah, I know, it, but I'm saying he doesn't have
4: to let them know he's already done. Of course done. not.
2: Of
0: course not. It really is the perfect job for the Flash.
2: Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Think, think how much he could be kicking back and just making some cash. he could
4: be really well, think enjoying. Think how much himself. he wouldn't
2: have to worry about like when trouble pops up and he gets paged. Yeah. it, does, it doesn't matter cuz he did his he completed his work day in the first minute of his day. You could complete in the
4: first minute, the last, or any time in between, you know? They Uh, would
2: have a pager. This is 97, right? Yeah, they all have pagers. They would Uh... have pagers. So then uh, back at the science lab, Miguel Ferrer, who we find out is the weatherman, is very interested in talking to Ice about the weatherman. But then it turns out that this Miguel Ferrer is actually somebody else with a Well, we don't
4: know hand. that. All we know is his hand turns green,
5: right? Right. His right. hand
3: hulks out. He's going to jack off with the Hulk's hand.
4: Yeah. yeah. Like we don't know that that's still not him necessarily, right?
2: Yeah, we don't, you're right. We don't know who that is.
3: We know that he has a twin. His twin has a Hulk really? hand and he's probably going to pee with
2: it or whatever. So then we get a scene where Fire's agent may or may not be Weinsteining her, Ooh. and then we find Whoa. out that Crum and then we find out that Crumholtz is definitely stalking her at this point. He's yeah. Weinsteining too, yeah. Yeah. So things are not going Fire's way. Then uh, we get another comedic interlude with Green Lantern trying to reconcile with Amber from Clueless, right when the Weatherman announces that there's going to be another storm unless he gets some money. So then he runs off, but then he has to save his girlfriend as Green Lantern. And unlike the Ryan Reynolds movie, she doesn't recognize him <laughs> under the mask. And well, it's and like, it's... oh, Green Lantern, I wish my boyfriend could be more like you.
0: Yeah, because it's played in this way where at first you're like, it's, it's obviously it's him. Yeah. And and you I thought for a second it was going to resolve their conflict because it was like going to be how she understood he was Green Lantern because he was like see I'm saving you. This is when I'm going to go run on wealth all the time, you know. But then right. they just do the whole thing like she just has no idea that this is him. Yeah, and then he's like
4: aren't you being a little hard on your boyfriend? And then I'm just waiting for him to be like maybe you should go down on him
0: a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah, <no way. laughs> Maybe you shouldn't talk so much.
1: He'd run out
2: on you if (laughs) just let him watch his
3: TV. (laughs) That brings us to some questions about the Flash, and this is for everybody. A. Does he fuck fast? B. Does he shit fast? Ryan. Ooh.
0: Well, his metabolism. I would (laughs) imagine, right, that he would eat and he would have to shit like um, immediately afterwards, (laughs) right? That would make sense.
2: But he has to eat so much because his metabolism is so fast. He probably doesn't generate a lot of waste.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a really good
4: point. Do you think he action. shits like well, a
3: hummingbird? Like, well, yeah. yeah,
4: I guess it was like, way fast, as in when the food is consumed and when he has to shit, or just Both, Once yeah. he has to poop, how wait, fast hold on, uh-huh,
3: definitely. Let's talk more about the second part now. How uh, does he all... definitely
4: poops fast. Okay. Like he just
0: gets down and he's
4: done. Like, <laughs>
0: Wait, though, how does a hummingbird shit? You guys all seem to know, and I don't... I have more questions about that. Well, Listen, if you haven't seen the video, Ryan... Then... Is there really a video?
3: I'm sure there is a video. Is this a thing? I
0: the, the age we live in, like, everyone will know a lot about a thing. Is, how does a hummingbird shit? Everyone um, knows but me?
3: I don't know, but imagine. Oh, you it, don't right? even know? You guys just all
0: acted like it was a thing. Oh, okay.
5: <laughs> you know okay. how
3: birds shit. And yes, then I, a, a hummingbird, I think, might be clear because they only eat nectar. But we should get the cracked research team on how to hummingbird shit. Okay. This really turned around for but, me.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but I also think, like, he certainly could
2: fuck fast,
4: but he, he can go slow. Because he can, like, walk at normal speed, too.
2: Right. He's not perpetually fast.
4: But I feel like he might get lost in the moment, and then he might tear some shit up. So you got to be really careful. right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I
0: think it... Never mind, I'm
4: not gonna get into it. Alright, so Do you think so, the but, Speed Force protects the
2: vag? Probably. I hope so. Okay. I mean it would be it'd be the cool thing for the Speed Force to do. I've I've
0: <laughs> thought probably too much about the Flash's sexual identity. Uh-huh. So just for the sake of getting through this, let's just move on. I don't want to get into it. Okay.
2: <laughs> so back back in the movie. The Justice League is communicated with via TV through their mysterious mentor who tells them to check out Miguel Ferrer's fundraiser, the same fundraiser that he wanted Ice to, to go to because she's hot.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So then the uh, Justice League crashes said fundraiser and uh, the weatherman is, is or Miguel Ferrer is hitting it up with Ice and... um. Barry tries, the Flash tries to get a catering job because he's apparently <laughs> lost his mailman job. And he's all like, so do you get like free food? Is it all the food you can eat? I like food. Can I get some food? And that goes about as well as you expect.
4: Fair. Uh, That's how I'd interview for a catering <laughs> job, too.
3: <laughs> when you cater, you do get free food, but you have to eat it in the kitchen. And the and other... You probably can't.
2: You probably can't eat all of it. like. Slash.
3: No, yeah, no. You just get to eat some of the leftovers. But it's some bomb-ass leftovers. Uh, the right. other thing is I just talked to the cracked research team and hummingbird shit really uh-huh. fast and kind yeah. of white. Okay. Yep.
0: So that's what you think the flashes
3: shits are like? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he does it on cars a lot. Yeah, I'm
2: like, <laughs> yeah, you know, on put your it on shoulder. Yeah. But, like, the sides of cars rather than, like, the tops. Because it's, I guess he's running past.
0: Wait, so you're saying the Flash, though, he's getting another, he's applying for a new job is what's happening.
2: Yes, yeah.
0: So, it's not just that he doesn't have a job. It's that he can't keep a job. Correct. But, so, is it, the idea is that the Flash, is it just that he's, like, a piece of shit? In yeah. general, or is it that he will try to use his powers to do his job well, but it always turns around well, all, on him?
2: All I know is based on the context of the last scene, he was unable to keep his mailman job because he was muscled out by an aggrieved mailman. <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah, he did his job too well and was yeah. making them look bad. Yet like, they never questioned how he could deliver the mail that fast. Like... Right. Like, like, there seemed to be some sort of thought that they all could run that fast. They were just choosing not
0: to. Okay.
2: Uh, so then the Atom runs into Ice and hits on her. And then the Adam and Green Lantern break into Miguel Ferrer's super secret lab. And Green Lantern's girlfriend shows up for some
5: reason. Yeah.
4: Is this where the Atom has to go under the laser sight thing?
3: Yes. Was it to the... Break Was it the Adam? No, it was the lantern who just stole somebody's ticket to get in here.
2: (laughs) Yes, he like uses his ring to like lift it out of someone's (laughs) pocket and he's He's like Just a petty criminal. Yeah. Everybody else like Uh the flash
3: speeds around and the other lady like does a trick and then he just steals the ticket from a motherfucker.
2: It's ice cold. And it's like that's what they use their powers
5: for. Yeah. Petty (laughs) crime.
2: So then, uh, the Atom is hacking into Miguel Ferrer's files. Yeah, but I think and... you
4: forgot him having to limbo under one of the. Yes, he, he, he has to limbo
0: <laughs> under a
4: laser. And do they play which... like
0: limbo music Lim- when he does it? Yes, <laughs> they do. Right? Okay. Yeah, we I don't, limbo. don't remember this carol. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was a fever dream I had (laughs) in between actually watching it. Now, I watched this this with Carol. We watched that like a week ago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've had a really hard time retaining this. Oh, I don't blame you. I was just saying,
4: I put in my notes that that would probably be your favorite scene of the movie. The limbo. Limbo The limbo
0: music. I mean, it's not... Completely randomly. <laughs> it's not a stiff competition. <laughs> so, sure.
3: It did feel like a callback to all of the 90s
2: when limbo was a thing.
0: Yeah, limbo yeah. fever. We limbo. Yeah.
2: Never forget. Uh, so Adam is hacking into the files after limboing under a laser beam. And Green Lantern is supposed to be guarding the door, but he's busy tracking down his girlfriend, who is now dating a scientist that works at this lab since apparently like yesterday. <laughs> um, and uh, so Ice walks in while the Atom is hacking, and then this triggers an alarm, and he has to run out of there. But Ice finds a bunch of files on the computer about some kind of weather machine. Oh, wait! And this is the point where this is the point where I wrote this lab seems like a porn director's house.
0: <laughs> it all it all is every set we see <laughs> because the lab. You know that the lab and the apartment they live in is all just one building. And uh-huh. it's a porn yeah. director's house. Yeah. And they yeah. just moved a couple of pieces of furniture around. Wait, so earlier in the party, too, Fire is talking to the Green Lantern? Yeah. And she's like, I heard your girlfriend only likes your mask. Because there's this thing of, like, the Green Lantern's girlfriend is likes the Green Lantern more than actual him because mm-hmm. she can't tell it's him. Mm-hmm. But where would yeah. she have
5: heard that from? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like, where would she have heard it from that wouldn't have been Green Lantern, and thus she wouldn't have had to say to him, I heard your girlfriend likes the mask, and yeah. he would have been like, yes, you did hear that, because I told you. Yeah,
0: so he was fair. the only he person He could have like,
4: commiserated with like Ray Palmer, and then Ray's not going
0: to- Oh, that's true. Secret. Well, also, it's possible that Fire is friends with Green Lantern's girlfriend. We literally know nothing about her. That's true. That's true. So, maybe she- Well, I guess this is before blogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there was
3: Live journal.
0: Not in this, 97? Maybe, yeah. I don't yeah.
5: 97.
0: No, yeah. you had to carve into a piece of stone if you wanted <laughs> to document your life. You man. had to it write like
3: on a bathroom though. stall. Maybe
4: her, like, it, her Aim Away message was I like the Green Lantern's <laughs> <Lampers> Mask. <literally."
0: laughs> that would be, she would be an early adopter of Amy. She's <laughs> fr- yeah, <impossible>. I know. <laughs>
5: So that's your uh, so answer
0: that, of how does Fire know about this is it was AIM?
5: <laughs> it was a wait message on AIM. Yeah.
0: It's clearly the answer. I should have known. I'm sorry I shouldn't have brought it up. Uh,
2: I mean, Brian, if you can't follow the text, what are we even doing? I'm, yeah. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> uh, so then the Flash follows the creepy scientist that hid the briefcase that gave Ice her powers, thinking that he's the weatherman, but he's not. And that's the end of that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ice Goes looking for the briefcase That gave her her powers In the same spot that she found it before But it's gone And then for some reason she goes up to the roof Which is where she discovers that Shockingly Miguel Ferrer Is the weatherman oh, She yeah. literally like stumbles yeah. on him As he's recording a message with like A cam harness <laughs> Mounted onto his shoulders And then projected back in his face like, yeah
4: and, and like so he's filming himself, making like whatever terrorist message he's gonna do, but like we've seen videos of it already, and he's got that like weird mask on, except he's filming himself without the mask so we can know who he is and i'm
2: oh i I, I just assumed I assumed he added the mask in post
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he seems so he's like, like, like does, a, yeah, he's an early <laughs>
0: adopter
4: of like some CGI. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's exactly actually the, stuff too, right?
0: he's the first motion capture character. Yeah,
2: alright. <laughs> uh, so then we return to the Flash wanting a job subplot and he is writing up a want ad for himself. So he's basically like, this is what I'm looking for in a job and what I would be good at and it's all built around speed based puns.
5: <laughs> I don't
0: even remember this. <laughs> and so yeah. it's, pretty,
2: it's, it's pretty fantastic. Um, And then I oh, see so you'd
4: hire someone if they were just looking for puns though
2: yeah pretty much uh so then ice shows up at the justice league bachelor pad and i honestly i don't even remember like how she ended up there like what what led her
4: ray's been hitting on her doing all the whole nice guy thing like if i'm nice enough to her she has to sleep with me
2: yeah something like that so then Mm -hmm. she tells and and like because she's figured out that he's the adam so she tells him that the weatherman is miguel ferrer and then we get another scene where Crumholtz is stalking Fire some more, but she gets saved by the Bell and has to go do Justice League That's stuff. That's where he
4: gives her earrings, right?
2: Yes, but not before he gives her these like special seashell earrings mm-hmm. that I guess are gorgeous because she loves them and puts them on immediately, even though this dude is fucking stalking her and won't take no for an answer.
4: Yeah. And he may be 16. We don't know. Right. It, that's when he says he bought him with his allowance, though.
2: Did he say that? Did he say, oh, I totally missed that. Oh, man. Yeah, well, he's that's... like,
4: oh, I just got the... And I wasn't... And even then I'm confused, like... Because then she's like, oh, I can't do this. And she walks away. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> You're like,
2: because like, of the allowance comment? Cause, yeah, cause and, and I was all
4: confused. And I'm like, was he joking? But she took it seriously, but then she realized they had an age gap, or... Is he really like 16 and just buying things on allowances? I don't know. I never knew. And if he's 16, why is she even giving him the time of day? This is getting weird because she goes on a date with him.
3: It's so awkward that this is a plot at all. Right? Well, and it's it's just,
0: it's how everything is. And it's like, I don't exactly get what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how weird is this? Is he very young or is he just a little bit younger than her? I I
3: feel like they're supposed to think that we're going to think it's charming and it's not. It's just creepy, creepy, creepy. Yeah.
5: Well, of
2: course we're supposed to think it's charming. That's all (laughs) these plots were supposed to be charming back then. Huh. So then (laughs) we find out that the Justice League... The Justice League conveniently does all of their Justice Leaking off-camera this time. And uh, they get interviewed on the news, and their mysterious leader tells them it's time to bring in ice. So they take ice to their lair.
4: Like, grab vanilla ice instead.
2: (laughs) Oh, that would have
0: been... uh, It would have been about the same, like, (laughs) quality-wise as the rest of this, you know? It
3: would have been much better. Stop! It would been... Collaborate and listen. Listen. Yeah. It would have been. neither Ice is better... back, and I've got
2: some freezing powers.
3: <laughs> neither better or worse.
5: be <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> exactly. on par with the quality. Well, yeah. <laughs> if Vanilla
0: Ice had
2: come out, it would just have been like, oh, "All right, yeah." Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so they take him to their lair. They take Ice to their lair, yeah, which they're is in, like, behind some underwater
4: layer, right?
2: Yeah. It's it's. They go to like this heavily graffiti door. Which then <laughs> takes them in an elevator down to an underwater spaceship. Yeah, and, sure. and that's where she, and that's where she meets the mysterious leader of the Justice League, who turns out to be the Martian Manhunter. Yeah, uh, who was also the guy talking to them on the TV and the guy who pretended to be Miguel Ferrer and then had a green hand because he can shape shift, but only yeah. for a short period of time. And he is basically their Professor X in this. And he is also played by Cogsworth from Beauty and the Beast. Oh,
0: Oh. So So, the Martian Manhunter has basically been in every iteration of the Justice League, right? uh, Yes, pretty much. He's like a real state. He's weird because he's like the most famous non-iconic superhero of them all. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say? Like most people don't know who the Martian Manhunter is.
2: Like the big seven of the Justice League is like six iconic characters that everyone knows, and then the Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Then, uh...
4: Zack Snyder hates the Martian Manhunter, so he doesn't want him in his movies. Oh, that sounds about right. That's what it is? Yeah, he says, like, it wouldn't make a good movie to have, like, a Martian detective.
2: (laughs) Huh. Um, Zack Snyder, you are wrong, and, (laughs) um, I... Don't understand how you could possibly not think that a Martian detective wouldn't make a fantastic movie. Well, and I
5: never
0: really understood the Martian Manhunter. He's the last Martian. What what
3: what what more do you need? Did anybody else laugh when they saw him? Because I thought this costume is fucking hilarious a, Oh no, this it is. It is
5: hilarious. And B,
3: especially like his
2: dad bod. <laughs> oh totally.
3: For some reason.
2: He's played by David Ogden Stiers, who's, like, an older gentleman. Um, and But it's to- he's, like, a grandpa. Like, he's bald, and he's got a pot belly. And they did, like, they put no effort into disguising that at all. I mean, they weren't the even, disguiser. like...
3: He's still, like, even... spandex with the pot belly and yeah. kind of being uh-huh. old and, like, oh, yeah, a green, totally. weird face. But they,
2: <laughs> yeah. they
0: weren't even, like, just suck it in a little bit while you're on camera, right. you know? Just right. stand or, like, up real put a girl- straight.
3: Like,
2: put a girdle on or yeah, something. Yeah, he's no. just like, the Shatner fuck Shatner girdle, yeah. Uh, so what, what don't you get about Martian Manhunter, Ryan? Just, okay, like, what's his deal? <laughs> he,
3: he's I like know. a Frasier. He's like a fat Frasier who lives in a pool.
4: Tell me. He okay. lived on Mars okay. until the white Martians started... A genocide of the Green Martians. Really? The last Green Martian to survive. Oh, that's what happened.
2: Is it really that racial? Then what happened
0: to the White Martians? Because I know that the White Martians show up and stuff later.
2: Yeah, they show up and they fight fight them and stuff.
0: Are there a lot of them?
2: Yeah. Okay,
0: so that's what it is, is that the White Martians kill all the Green Martians on Mars, and he's the last Green Martian. Yeah, Yeah,
2: and he, like, he flees to Earth and then sets up, like, a life for himself on Earth, and because he can shapeshift, he has all these, like, different identities right. like, scattered scattered around the world that so, chooses to, like, hide. So and then, then
4: he chooses to, like, help out people because he's just a good person. Right? So, yeah.
0: so then, did all Martians have his abilities or is he, like, a special Martian?
2: No, all Martians have his abilities.
0: So all Martians are, like, Superman,
2: basically.
3: So how come more Martians yeah. didn't morph into white Martians to avoid the Green Martian genocide? Oh, yeah.
2: Some of them did like try to pass themselves off as white Martians, but the white Martians are all like inherently evil, so it's tough for the inherently noble green Martians to pass as them. Shit. Yeah.
0: Well, that's weird. I never knew that. Actually, I knew that there you know, was some shit, and then he's like a detective. He like looks like a guy, and he's a detective. And his other yeah, idea. like
2: yeah, like when he was first introduced back in like the fifties, he with with much more of a sci fi angle. The idea was like the scientist brought this alien Martian to earth. And then he met, he disguised himself as a detective. And so he was like, it was a, a like kind of mashup of the sci-fi comics and the crime comics at first. Mm-hmm. And then he got, and it's so like, he predated the, the silver age DC rebirth. And yeah. then af- so then after they rejuvenated flash and green lantern, they kind of folded Martian Manhunter in because he had that sci-fi angle already. And so okay. they sort of That's how he ended up then in the original iteration of the Justice League, along with Flash and Green Lantern, Aquaman, and Wonder
0: Woman. And didn't he have a weird sidekick at some point? Uh, probably, but I can't think of who it is. I Aquaman. feel like he had like a weird alien sidekick. Yeah, I'm gonna guess the, the
4: uh, Martian Boy Hunter.
0: <laughs> no, it
4: wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to crack I mean,
0: research team on this. Hold on.
2: much much later, there was Miss Martian, who was a. White Martian who was leading a resistance against the White Martians who joined the Teen Titans for a while. I
3: thought he had so, like a little so like alien. Is,
2: Miss, is it Ms. Martian? No, it's not Mrs. Martian. No, it's, it's Miss, Miss Martian. Martian, M-I-S-S.
3: Oh, it's not M-R-S or M-S?
2: Correct, it's M-I-S-S. I
3: want the Ms. Feminist update of Martian. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I mean, part of, part of Martian Manhunter's problem was always that he, he can do like, he can do everything Superman can do. Plus he can shape shift. Yeah. He's like, he can like
4: phase through things too, right?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. So he's, he's both like, he's too powerful and he's redundantly powerful at the same time. He's
0: vulnerable to fire. Correct. So you guys, I just got a note from the crack research team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Zook is a fictional character. <laughs> uh, it appeared in DC Comics in the 1960s. He was the partner of the superhero John Jones. That's the other thing is, his name is John Jones, right? The Martian Manhunter?
2: Yeah. The Martian Manhunter. John Jones, because there's an apostrophe. That's in there, how you so pronounce
0: how it. I've always wondered how you pronounce that. Um. So he's one of four beings from a parallel world. He's just this weird looking Character that was a he's like a little alien guy with little, he looks like one of the snorks, but also a
2: cat. (laughs) See, and like that's the kind of ridiculous stuff that DC did in like the 50s and the 60s. Yeah. And it's the kind of, and it's the kind of stuff that I feel like Zack Schneider and his like dude bro fans are like, they're embarrassed that that ever happened. Mm -hmm. And they want, they, they, we can't have like the Justice League can't crack a smile in these new movies because that's the slippery slope to these like wacky sidekicks and shenanigans and stuff and i'm like yeah. that stuff is fucking insane and it's fun and it's yeah. okay to have that in comics alongside other more serious stuff you don't have to be so scared of like the more comic absurdist elements
4: yeah hmm. but zack snyder is just a director who hates his movies so, ah. material, so.
2: yeah i know he really yeah, does and it
4: shows that he's, well... he always hides from the entire
2: genre or he's, like...
0: he's actually making
2: like, he hates them, or he's, like, embarrassed by them, almost. So he's I like, always oh, he feel doesn't.
0: like, too, he, like, doesn't get it. Like, he's someone that's like, yeah, those fight scenes are rad. When he kicked his ass, it was fucking cool, you know? And, like, yeah. that's the whole idea of the whole thing. Like, that's his right. whole, that's what he gets about it.
2: Yeah, I think he misses the the thematic elements and like I think makes, so. Yeah. What makes the characters resonate beyond just like, yeah, it's super cool when he's got like heat vision. Yeah.
5: And he, and he
4: forgets that superheroes are supposed to be like good people too, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, that and that and that there is a difference between like being a good person and a moral inspiration and having a wacky alien sidekick.
4: Correct, or being white bread and boring, you know. You can.
2: Yeah, yeah.
5: You can be flawed,
4: but still try to be good instead of being flawed by just being a bad person who doesn't care about things.
0: So, for those of you who are listening, uh, I think we can reveal now that this whole podcast is just uh, a smokescreen for our new Twitter (laughs) campaign. (laughs) Hashtag, bring back the wacky alien sidekick
2: (laughs) of Martian Manhunter. Yeah. What what was his name? What was his
0: name, Ryan? Zook. Zook?
2: Hashtag he hashtag be... Zook.
3: Hashtag Did he come Zook. before or after the great Gazoo, Fred Flintstone's little green martian? Sounds like
4: after I think. Was yeah. it after? Well he said sixty, so it might be close actually. When what year yeah. was Gazoo? Well, that was early like sixty four or sixty five, right? Okay. Well, let's, let's
2: see what the gruel. Let's see what the gruel. Orphans have. Yeah, to say. we got. We got to get to the bottom of this.
1: <laughs> I as want long as we're any, as
2: long as we're going down this rabbit hole. I
3: want any uh, green alien friend to come back to any property, please. The
2: the great gazoo first appeared on October twenty ninth, nineteen sixty five. Pretty close. Yeah. They both raced to do this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, everybody like. And this is where I don't, I honestly, I don't know, like, which one's the chicken and which one's the egg. But you had the Great Kazoo. Superman, of course, had Mr. Mistlepitilic, who right. was his, like, fiendish imp. And then, because that was popular, Batman had Batmite, who was his little fiendish imp. And it sounds like Martian Manhunter had Zook, which was his kind of take on this. And it all kind of goes back to the 40s, and Johnny Thunderbolt and his, like, lightning genie that had magic powers.
4: Alright, this in from our Gruel Orphans. The uh-huh. research
3: team.
2: Everyone's talking Zook's to him tonight.
4: first appearance was Detective Comics number 311, which was on January
2: 1963. Ah, oh, so Zook predates the Great Gazoo. Correct. And I'm pretty sure that uh, Mr. Mitzel Pitzlick predates that. Yeah, he first, I mean, Mr. Mitzel Pitzlick was 44. 1944 is when he, when he debuted, so. Uh, let's see, back to this crappy TV movie. Crumholtz uh, has figured out that the girl he is stalking is fire. Because she is wearing the same Earrings on TV as the ones he gave Her and not because she's the same Fucking person who's not wearing A mask I
4: know she's got The makeup on or something yeah it's ridiculous
2: Yeah so then uh, back in The Justice League's undersea sub layer Which BT dubs if the Flash Needed a place to live why isn't he living In the sub with Martian Manhunter
0: It probably it, I can Imagine the smell in there is <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not livable <laughs> That's, that's don't, probably
4: Don't profile green Martians as smelly. That, that it has nothing to do stereotype. with
0: green Martians, David. You accuse me all the time of green Martian slander. I'm saying because it's an undersea lair.
3: And because of Martian Manhunter's particular lifestyle.
0: No! Martian Manhunter's fine. I don't it's know. It's just that there's no air circulation underwater. He has
3: kind of a fishy
2: smell.
0: (laughs) Okay, you said that. I didn't say
2: that. (laughs) Uh, So back in the underwater lair that probably smells, Adam recounts his origin to ice and the fact that he touched some radioactive rocks and it gave him the ability to to change. Is that his real comic
4: origin? Eh,
2: Not really. His real comic origin had to do with like a dwarf star that he discovered, so it's not too far off in terms of like rocks and weird energy and stuff.
4: I was just like, he just picked up a rock and it was good things like someone else didn't wander upon that rock too. Well, you for fuck's sake, control. Ice got
2: her powers because she spilled water on a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, they're not
2: doing a lot of heavy lifting with this stuff. How'd you
0: get your powers? I opened a briefcase.
2: <laughs> i mean that's what she did uh i mean to
0: be um, fair so- like peter parker like went to a science experiment <laughs> yeah I so see. let's
2: be real you know so adam uh reveals his identity to ice and she's like oh you're the people that kidnapped me that one time and they're like yeah we totes were she's <laughs> like, "Oh, that, that's cool that's cool i'm gonna hang out with you guys and so they don't we mind guess. having
4: my privacy violated you know it's, all, it's right
2: so they, uh, we, get, we get a little montage of uh, her working on honing her powers. And there's lots of uh, Star Wars-esque talk about <laughs> feeling things and hmm. getting in touch with your feelings. Has anyone measured her metachlorians? That, I mean, I would have. Just when they kidnapped out. her, maybe? Yeah, they probably, they probably ran some tests at that point. Yeah.
4: Everyone's cold sometimes because she's like, freezing
2: everything. <laughs> Well, yeah, everybody's wandering around complaining about how they're cold. And I'm like, I don't know, you numb nuts could go home. Like, I don't think you need to yeah. be here for her training session. Also, one of
0: you is fire-based. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> like... Just bounce that out a little bit. Huh?
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, I also like way.
4: how, like, somehow they're just an expert on how to control every kind of superpower there
2: is or something.
5: Like, Martian man. How do Hunter they know how
4: man. this works and what she needs to do?
2: Yeah, I know. Uh, so then uh, they get a video message from Miguel Ferrer, aka the Weatherman, who says he wants twenty million dollars or he's going to destroy the city.
0: I like and when then... I like wait I like so much I want to <laughs> talk about when he's like the wet shows the weather forecast <laughs> and there's all the symbols of the weather and then they all change to skull. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I knew he was serious. And as a viewer, <laughs> I was
2: like, just give him the $20 million. We don't some want more skulls raining on us. There's some more of that post-production magic there. I you know. Propose, change those, those icons. That's, it, a, that is
3: Elvin Post. Yeah, he lives there. It's practical effects. I just felt a that.
0: strong emotional response to that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's classic.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: so then Fire has to run off because her stalker has paged her. Because he's figured out that she is fire. Do you think he paged and... her sixty nine? Oh, yeah, totally. Definitely. He did no. like he did like the boob, like the eight zero zero eight five.
0: Boobs is a good one too.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Cause and, pages uh, he... could only be numbers, kids.
2: So he uh he confronts her and he's like, I know your identity. And then he he man guilts her about the earrings and how he was like he bought them in France and was saving them for someone special and or somebody uh, just met
4: because
2: yeah you know, no she totally had, like two
4: conversations yeah
2: um and so then she tries to do the whole like I'm not fire but I am friends with fire mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's not buying that so then she has a, a secret little communique with the Justice League I feel which... like she didn't even
4: say I'm French she's just like oh I lent her earrings and I'd be like well how do you know fire like where did you meet her like. Let's get some details on this relationship you have with this superhero that you never know I always about. feel like
0: that though David Peter Peter Parker's yeah. like I know Spider Man and you're like, What? Like what would you talk to him about? How do you
5: know him? Yeah, the next the <laughs> next thing
2: you know, David, you're gonna be telling me that it's suspicious how Peter Parker always manages to get such good pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. He really
0: does. you know, he really does. Yeah. Whenever I'm reading the Daily Bugle and I see a picture <laughs> of Spider Man, I've always got a credit, sometimes it says J. Joan Jameson. But <laughs> Usually it says Peter Parker, and it's been like that since
5: 1963.
2: Ah, uh, so then she drops a, so she drops a line to the Justice League, and Martian Manhunter figures out what's going on. So he shows up impersonating. She's her. So like, we,
4: what will it take to convince you that I'm fire? I'm not fire, and he's like, Well, maybe if fire showed up right now and was standing right next to you, then I guess I'd be forced to admit. That you're not fire.
2: So then, and Marsh, Marsh Manhunter's shape is like, changes. I have an idea. And he shows up as fire. And look, okay. So we've made fun of the whole like she has no mask; she just puts some makeup on. But then they like underline the whole thing by having the two of them standing next to each other. You're like, there's no difference between them. But, but I gotta say, be like, oh, your twin sister
4: is fire, right? Like, right? I
2: mean,
0: right? It would be effective. I feel like it was actually a brilliant solution. Like, if I was this horrible stalker, which I would never be that guy, um, and I was stalking a woman, and I thought she was a superhero, and they looked the same, and then I saw them both together? You can't fuck with that. What other explanation is there? It's just not her. But you, you're, I would be very confused why they look identical. I would I be... bring that up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> why do you look
4: exactly the same?
2: Right.
0: Like okay like say, fine. Be like oh, your, your twin
2: two- sister's fired. Yeah. I never mentioned. Right. It. Um. So then we cut to uh, uh Ice's apartment, and I'm not sure. She, the last we saw her, she was training, but now she's back at her apartment where Miguel Ferrer shows up, and he tries to be like a sympathetic villain. And I think this is supposed to tie in with him like being nice to her earlier, but I really am not paying that much attention, nor do I care all that much. Um. Long story short, she freezes him and steals his briefcase. Not, I don't think the briefcase that gave her her powers, but the briefcase that contains his weather controlling.
3: But machine. be careful! Don't spill on that briefcase, probably. Because
2: yeah, it might give her like more powers. Yeah, yeah, maybe she, uh, you do. That's
4: the weather machine. Is the briefcase? So she freezes him, but maybe she should have like kidnapped him too, so he doesn't like just run away. Well, she's new with this whole superhero thing, David. I guess. I so thought of it. I'm not even a superhero.
2: So the weatherman comes on TV again And says he's going to destroy the city Via tidal wave in one hour And I also like how The Martian Manhunter reports in that uh, He talked to like the mayor or whatever And they're like They can't come up with the $20 million And also they don't want to negotiate with terrorists <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like You're supposed to do it the other way around But that's okay <laughs> yeah. At least
3: save face that you don't have $20 million <laughs> <laughs> Right Right, and can I just uh, say about Martian Manhunter that so he can look any way he wants, but he chooses to look like a fat piece of shit when he's <laughs> at home. Well,
2: he talked about though how he can only hold a different form for so long.
3: Oh, how long? Uh, however is it long, like it, an hour. Like, something? is it five to ten yeah. minutes? Okay,
2: that's why his
4: whole hand started going green. Uh,
2: your- yeah, because oh. his his time limit was running out. So it's it's basically like. He can suck it in and look better, but only for so long. So when he's in the comfort of his home, he just kind of lets it all hang out. Yeah, well, I get it. this is well written. I take really it back. That really speaks
4: to me, actually.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Turns into totally a does. pumpkin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So it turns out that the weather device that I stole was actually a clever tracking device that the weatherman let her stole as a way to. Find out where the Justice League is Because I guess he somehow knew that she was in with the Justice League At this point But whatever So he fires Listen, a heat I'd beam Listen I ding them
4: for that but that'd require me to have paid attention to Right everything, I, for all I know, know that for a yeah. fact that he didn't figure
2: it out Right for all I know they established this at some point And I was busy watching Homer Have no TV or beer And go crazy mm-hmm. uh, So do. They, uh, <laughs> they start getting burned up by this Heat beam that the weatherman is firing inside yeah, their that, headquarters. That's some
4: weird weather he's got it. <laughs>
3: right? I, I know, right?
2: Like a focused beam of heat.
3: You saw it. it was all skeletons on the report. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what the skulls were. They burned their flesh from the bones. <laughs> so the Justice League manages to everyone but the Martian Manhunter gets out because the Martian Manhunter's like, this isn't so hot. It's much hotter on Mars. So, so everybody else, true, but eh. oh, wait, I
0: wanted to say that. Did we talk about this already? The Martian Manhunter's big thing is his weakness is fire. <laughs> right, right. Did we so talk of course, about
2: that? We did. We mentioned that. So, of okay. course, here they're like, oh, this heat isn't so bad. And I understand heat and fire aren't the same thing. But they're pretty goddamn close, and you'd think it would bother him. You yeah, guys, but could I'm... you just like, help
0: some people, though, anyways? Right. You guys, I'm really lost. That's <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I took notes, but I'm having, I don't, I never know where we are. Did we already pass where the atom uses gum to fix something?
5: Yeah. (laughs) At least one
0: time
2: we did. Yeah. Did we talk about it? Yeah.
0: God damn it. I mean, I mentioned
2: that he used gum to fix the TV.
0: Well, because that was a callback. No, but then he does it again, and it's important. Was that when they're trying to like open the door? There's something. Yeah. Early on, he uses gum to fix the TV, and then later he uses gum to fix like some technologically advanced thing.
4: Yeah, I think they were trying yeah. to open a door and Ice was supposed to like use her powers to cool it down or something because of the heat mm-hmm. wave but she was failing at it. Mm-hmm. And, so and so then, then he had to... They, then they finally were like, nuts to her doing anything. Let's just figure this out ourselves. And they do. okay. Probably with the use of gum. Yeah,
0: just, so... I'm having so a real they... hard time following this.
2: No, don't worry. It's because it's, it's nonsensical dribble. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So they get to the surface, and they're like, "All right, Green Lantern, you go confront the Weatherman. Flash, you go rescue people. Adam, go save some cats by shrinking down. Fire, <laughs> go, go not, go get stalked by that guy." And then I just yeah, like, "What do you want me to line. do?" And they're like, "Stay the fuck here." And then they all just run off and leave her. Yeah, but she's proved
4: she can't. She doesn't know how to use her power. so she. What just the fuck, up, like, fuck
2: is Adam gonna, gonna do that. against this tidal wave? He could go in its butt. Yeah. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> he can
0: massage its prostate.
2: From the inside. Yeah. And then and, and to that matter, I'm not sure that Ice could do any worse than Green Lantern does when he confronts Miguel Ferrer and he, I'm like, you have a magic power ring and this guy still managed to like pull one over on you <laughs> and like chuck his device down a hill so that you can't <laughs> stop it. Yeah. It's a
4: good thing it didn't break. That, that must be some heavy duty manufacturing he did. This I shit
5: guess.
2: is so good. And then we see Flash saving some kids because yeah, their cool. <laughs> because their counselor well, ran out on them, which is yeah. So he like, of... <laughs> saves a couple of them, and then
4: there's like more. And then he's he's yeah. kind of like, oh, there's too many. And I'm like,
2: you're the fucking
0: Flash. There's not right. too many. Heroes. No, it's true. Because it's like, oh, that's cool that the Flash saved kids. What a
3: hero. But he saves like three
0: kids. And then <laughs> right. it's
3: and like, then... oh, there's all
0: these more kids? I don't know about that. <laughs> the
3: problem <laughs> yeah. is carrying them. Because you're not allowed yeah. legally to have a child wrap themselves around your face and head.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> so he all like... these regulations. Yeah. yeah. He,
2: sa- he saves like three kids. But then when he goes back to save three more, there's like six. And he's like, oh, Jesus, I can't handle this. And I'm like, no,
4: you go save them. Come back.
2: You're super fast. This is what you do, Flash. Just do what you do. (laughs) One time to be useful, really. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And wouldn't you know it, despite getting snubbed by her new teammates, Ice manages to use her power to freeze the wave just in the nick of time which enables Green Lantern to make a weatherman-are-never-right joke.
3: I question the
4: physics of what happened here.
3: The physics are solid, David. <laughs> yeah, I don't... <laughs> yeah, like, if she just
4: flash froze a wave, that giant petal wave, <laughs> <laughs> would that turn into just an iceberg, like, barreling into the city
0: instead? Oh, like, like yeah, the momentum?
3: It turns yeah. into somebody on the crew who had to put a bucket under the ice maker on the fridge and, like, make 100 <laughs> tiny cubes, David.
0: Well, <laughs> it's... It's salt water, right? Yeah. Yes. You can't... Could can salt water ever freeze? Yeah. It just It yeah. just takes...
4: It's it, it just... It has to be much colder for it to okay. freeze.
0: Okay. So she's, like, really good at making yeah. it cold. Okay.
4: And she may have, like, killed people near it, too. by And, and
3: fish. Two other rollerbladers died when she did it this. <laughs> time, for sure,
2: won't someone please think of the rollerbladers? <laughs> it's like um, when you think
4: about it, like the North Pole is just all ice, but that's like
0: oh, it's all salt water. Yeah, yeah. I think it's when it really freezes, cold. the
4: salt leaves the water, but that's all weird stuff. You know. So. Well,
2: David, I feel like to answer to adequately answer your physics question, we would need to know more about like how the weatherman is creating this extreme weather, and yeah. like, like, is he is he like, basically how like you... How do you use
4: the weather to create a tidal wave, I guess?
2: Right, because that would answer, like, is he somehow, like, did he call up, like, a strong wind? And so, yeah, she froze the water, but there's still this big, like, wind behind it that would just push all of that ice up on the land? Or did he just, like, trigger an earthquake that created, like, a tsunami kind of wave? Or we don't really know. Yeah, I'm
4: no weather tition, but I feel like tsunamis (laughs) are generally just earthquake-based.
2: Right, right. I don't know. Also, like, I don't I'd like... think you
4: can get generate enough wind to create, like, a tidal wave like that.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't think, you know, you could generate wind from a briefcase, but apparently this guy can.
4: But <laughs> so we're no weather-titions.
5: Yeah,
2: yeah. So what was your question, Ryan? What? You had a question earlier? <laughs> when? <laughs> About the freezing of the water.
4: Oh, it was whether salt water could freeze, right? Yeah, I
0: already That's asked right. it, right?
4: Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. Austin, keep, keep did. up. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm,
2: getting, I'm getting lost in this Byzantine plot. It's like... Just... It's like it's like a Christopher Nolan movie up in here, so, okay? It's a lot of layers. <laughs> yeah. So the Justice League shows up at Ice's apartment and apologizes for being dicks to her. Yeah. And then they give her a costume and her code name. Yeah. And everybody but the Adam leaves and then the Adam and Ice go on a little date. And I guess this is meant to be, like, a setup because this was a technically, like, a pilot for a TV series. Mm-hmm. We see that the Weatherman escapes from his custody because he was poorly frisked and had, like, a necklace on that could shoot a little laser beam yeah. that melts his handcuffs.
5: Yeah, I
4: don't know if the Weatherman really felt like a villain that needed to come back. but
2: <laughs> Yeah, no, but... But I don't, don't think any of this felt like... That. I don't think... Exactly, yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Yeah, he
0: stands as much chance as any of the rest of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, then in our final scene, we're inside the Justice League base, and Ice is... We see Ice taking some kind of oath, but thankfully it's it's silent. Like, we don't have to hear <laughs> some, like, cheesy-ass dialogue they cooked up for, like, the Justice League oath. Mm-hmm. And uh, And we get... And she is welcome to the Justice League, and then... We get a final shot of the of the whole group Justice League walking in slow motion, including Ice in her new costume and her disguise is just as shitty as Fire's. And the end. The end. Do you guys it's over. think if you
3: fuck Ice that you get blue balls? I mean, I guess it depends on. on like or a frozen, how much. Yeah.
2: Like my concern would be that I'd fuck her too well and she would like. <laughs> Lose control and then freeze everything.
3: Right, and freeze your dick, and then your dick pops uh, so You never pops have to worry about off. fucking
4: too well. No, You're probably right. I've so I heard probably
0: be cool. that Austin <laughs> knows how to pleasure a woman. We all know it. We've never really talked about it on this podcast, but Austin knows his way around a woman's most private areas.
3: Is that gonna help him
0: not to get frozen? He knows a woman inside and out.
2: But see, that's what I'm saying, Ryan. It's, it's my my in, my intimate knowledge that would get me into trouble because she would be so overwhelmed in passion that she would lose control over her freezing abilities. No, I understand, and I agree with you Austin. <laughs> uh- <laughs> David, what did you learn from this mess of a TV movie? Uh, I learned that
4: you can put some (laughs) crappy makeup on and no one will know who you are. (laughs) Unless you're wearing earrings that were given to you and they'll give yourself away. Yeah, take your earrings off. If you're you're going to go
0: superheroing, take off your earrings.
3: David, (laughs) is that why you're wearing that eyeliner and blush?
4: Yeah, exactly. He didn't even know it was me. Oh,
3: is that David? <laughs> then, but wasn't it weird
4: when like the Martian Manhunter showed up as her, but then was immediately like, What's going on here? Does this guy think you're me? Like Yeah, wouldn't that have been? Like, Why do you crumbles? know what our conversation was just a second ago?
2: Uh-huh. Uh, Carolyn, what did you learn? I
3: learned that a good way to check out a new potential employer is to get kidnapped by them.
4: <laughs> yeah. That's how you know they're on the up and up.
2: Uh, Ryan, what did you learn?
0: Well, I got to think about that, but <laughs> I also just want to say, like, as a final note, I think the thing about this is that it's like trying to walk a line between being a comedy and an action thing. Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't do either of them well at all. Like, true. It could have been good. Is what sucks the most about this.
4: Yeah, I like, think you're right. I think what what we said on paper, like nothing about what was being done made me think like this was just really ill-advised. Right. Like as a yeah. concept. Like yeah, yeah, you can do something that's lighthearted and fun and about superheroes so you have some action mixed in and that could be really good and it wasn't. And the well, only other thing that will stick with me from this is the fact that they had the confessionals and I feel like that was like five not, just yeah. ten years before its time, you know?
0: Well, and I think if it had been really funny, like, if it had been genuinely funny, yeah, um, they would have gotten away with how shitty it looked, you know? Even, like, Martian Manhunter's stunning physique would have just sort of <laughs> with everything, you know? Uh, yeah. But it wasn't funny, and that's where it really fucked up.
2: Yeah, um, that's, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah it um it tries to be too many things at once and that's if it had leaned all in one way or the other it might have worked better but it um i think it was both like a little bit before its time and a little bit too late for its time and uh but i would really... probably and it
4: suffered from being a little too early for special effects to yeah. catch up for what they wanted to do on TV anyway. Right.
2: But, like, I mean, I think you could take this general idea, maybe not necessarily this, like, literal exact script, because there isn't anything terribly compelling about, like, the actual, like, dialogue or anything. But just the general concept of this, like, you could take it and... and with better execution it could work that's what i'm saying is
0: that if you yeah. got a good comedy writer to punch up this script you wouldn't care that the weatherman was dumb and that uh the absurdities of it would have been funny and it would have been something you spent time on it wouldn't have just yeah. been this like weird passive presentation <laughs> of this mess of shit like you didn't really know how you're supposed to feel about anything like is this supposed to be cool or what is this you know <laughs> And uh, so that's that's my evaluation. I just think, yeah, if it had been a little sharper, because again, I think if it looked terrible and the action was bad, it would have been okay if it had been a really funny show. Right. They needed yeah.
3: Marcel from Friends. That's what was missing. <laughs> the blip the super monkey. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Oh, yeah. That yeah. Been awesome. So I so learned you... finally about White learn? Martians because you told me because I never <laughs> oh, really understood yeah. that what the deal was. There you go.
2: Uh, I, I learned that the uh, music for this TV movie was composed by John Debney, <clears throat> who is a fairly uh, um, established uh, film composer. <clears throat> and not only that, but John Debney won a Outstanding Emmy Award for the main title music to The Cape. <laughs> I, did, I did watch Community, but I didn't...
0: I think I didn't think that was a real thing. The cape? I have no idea about the cape. I never heard of that before today. I, I
4: watched, like, every episode until they canceled it abruptly. Huh. And then they moved the final two episodes they filmed to, like, you could only watch it online, and I'm like, nope. I'm done. I'm not, oh, yeah. not gonna actually search this thing out. I've already wasted too much of my life on this but now i want to do a podcast on it so i don't know what that says
0: that's how i feel about i believe it's called george and leopold i'm i'm getting the christ research team on it right now um wasn't that the show with judd hirsch and uh no it's like it's wrong i can't remember the name of it it was two guys names
2: I think of Kate and Leopold with Meg Ryan and Hugh Jackman?
0: <laughs> no, there was a TV series, and it was, I believe, yeah, it was Bob Newhart and Judd Hirsch were, like, dads of, I think, kids who got married and they have to live together. And oh, I was that? so ab- about it being the next big thing, and uh, it got canceled yeah. immediately. <laughs> but you actually
4: liked it, though, right?
0: I did, and there was only a handful of episodes.
4: I did not like
0: the cake. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: oh, you
0: didn't. You just watched it. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was kind of like a train wreck sort of situation, right, David? Where like yeah, you, just, you, you couldn't look away. It was so terrible. I mean, at first I'm oh,
4: like, okay. oh, this could be like a cool superhero show, and then I'm like, this is awful. But I, I,
0: I, I couldn't turn away. I George yeah, was and Leo those... <laughs> is what you were talking about, right? George and Leo. Yeah, I was close. Yeah. Yeah, they did twenty-two episodes of George and Leo. That does yes. sound right. I bet a bunch of them didn't air. I should look this up. These are gonna be. We're gonna uh, do these. Uh,
2: <laughs> Carol, Carol, or or David. Do you guys have any other uh, sort of final thoughts? Uh, um, just
3: shrink into your computer and put gum in it if you need to update your Windows. Yeah.
0: You guys, George and Leo had Jason Bateman on it. Wow. What the <laughs> fuck. <laughs>
2: David, you got you got anything else?
4: Well, so what also happened in the Cape
5: was... It uh, <laughs> had some oh. a in it, I think. Oh,
0: you guys, it had Dave Coulier on it. Oh, Uh-oh. shit. Uh, he was a recurring character. All right, you guys, I, join us for the George and Leo <laughs> podcast. Hot. We'll do that after we finish every episode of The Cape. <laughs> <laughs> It'll only be 13-episode <laughs> podcast. Just
3: because
0: we don't want any more listeners.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just might think we've hit uh, bottom of a weird superhero property. I think we really
2: things are really going south, For you a guys. Couple more. Well, so of of the listeners that we still have left, if they wanted to find you, Carolyn, online, where might they go to do that?
3: You can find me at carolmaine dot com, or Carol Tumblr, Carol Mane, Twitter, C A R O L Y N M A I N, like the street,
2: <laughs> smooth. I get- Took you a minute there.
3: I know. Uh, <laughs> I just edit out that pause. Yeah, and check out the podcast pitch, please, on the River City Podcast Federation. There is a little pilot there. You can listen to it. I'm thinking of adding more music, but anyways, you'll hear the rest later and hear one of them now.
2: Uh, David, uh, how about you? Where can we find you if we want to chat you up about the cape? Yeah. Uh, TheCapeSuperFan.com <laughs> 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 All my fans, cape fanfic is up.
4: Uh... Uh, you can find me at, uh, at Dr. Ritz on Twitter, Dr. Spelled Up, and Uh, Ryan, how
0: about you? Uh, George Studdy is a mild-mannered <laughs> bookstore owner who encounters a hoodlum-slash-magician named Leo Wagonman, the estranged father of his new daughter-in-law, Casey. Leo, on the run from a mob intent on collecting the payoff <laughs> money, Leo stole from a Las Vegas casino Decides to stay in the spare room above George's bookstore. I can't take credit for that, though. Andre Lombard wrote that on IMDb that summer. You
2: know You know what I love about that, Ryan? What? Is that they could have just gone with the, the, like, the widower fathers of a young married couple have to, like, learn how to get along and live together. I believe like, that's, that's how I remembered it. Yeah. Right. Like, that's, like, that's high concept enough for a sitcom. In yeah. It's like, that would work. But man, did they shoot for the moon with he's a hobo magician I know who's, <laughs> who's estranged from the daughter and he's wanted by the mob and they yeah. live above a bookstore. Like they're just like piling like one more high. Like that's like eight shows worth of high concepts <laughs> crammed into one.
0: And it got canceled. But Judd Hirsch is a really advanced man. He always plays like a depressing protagonist like. After Taxi, he was on Dear John, which is just about like a support group for people whose spouses have run out on them. It's a sitcom about that. Anyway, uh, oh yes, very nice.com dot com at oh yes, very nice Twitter. Uh, that's enough. Thanks for listening to the show.
2: Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin Gorton, and you can talk to me about the Justice League there. um Not this thing. I'm sick of talking about this. But talking <laughs> about other Justice League stuff that's that's better and more entertaining. Um and you can also read my writing at the of dot com. Uh as for our show, this show, a very special episode, aka Sometimes the Cape. Uh you can follow us on Twitter at A V S E Pod. You can check out our Facebook page. You can email us via avsepodcast at gmail dot com. Um our website, of course, is a very special episode dot com. You can download and listen to all of our episodes there. You can also get our episodes via iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts from. And as Carol mentioned, we are a part of the River City Podcast Federation, uh rivercitypodcastfederation.com. Go there, you can check out other shows that are uh that are similar in uh in style and tone and sensibility to to this show that you have just listened to. That will wrap it up for this week's episode. Uh, episode after this is uh, our Thanksgiving episode. David, what are we? Uh, what are we going to be talking about in our Thanksgiving episode? We'll be watching
4: Family Tide No nukes are good nukes.
3: Oh shit, <laughs> David's still depressed, guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so tune in in two weeks for a very special Thanksgiving episode. Uh, for very for a very special episode, I am Austin Gorton, and I am off to spill water on briefcases in the hopes of gaining superpowers.
1: That was a very special episode, we dissected that shit from head to toe. did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons, oh how we've grown, seen so much TV that special
3: episode. Hey team. Hey. I'm Caitlin Weyerhaeuser. I'm Randall Lawrence. And we're here just to invite you, very special muggle who may have
2: received a letter from Hogwarts,
3: (laughs) especially if you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to our podcast. It's called Room of Requirement 237, where we go through Harry Potter fan theory, uh, conspiracy theory. It is inexplicably political.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I have no explanation for it at all. I don't know why.
3: Where we delve into the could have been, should have been,
0: might have been, and can't of the Harry Potter world of and witchcraft and wizardry. Lots of the why did <laughs> that fun. happen. Take a listen. Yeah. You can find us on uh, RiverCityPodcastFederation.com along with the show you're currently listening to. Thank you. And
5: enjoy. Slytherin out!
4: Ravenclaw's better